Sure wish someone would throw me a bachelorette party. Oop, I mean, man the red party. It's podcast time. Group on Grammar Friends. We'll talk about their disclaims. And Matt the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about Adventure Time from Season 1, Episode 1, all the way to the end. You know it. How you uh, doing? Crap, I said it again. <laughs> I'm trying to stop saying that. Are you, Matt? Are you really? I'm trying so hard. I don't know if you are. I am. I mean it. <laughs> Nobody believes me. Nobody believes you ever. <laughs> that kind of acting will get me an Academy Award. It may or may not. <laughs> so, how was your day? My day was pretty good. How was yours? It was mighty fine. How was your new year so far? Awesome. I spent it with you. Yes, we did. And it was a mighty fine day. We watched New Year, or on New Year's Eve, we watched Harry Potter. Yes, we did. The first one. Yep. We're going to make our way through the movies like we did with Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. The funny thing is Lord of the Rings is only three movies. Yeah. And those three movies come out to lengthwise well more than half of all eight Harry Potter movies put together. I would submit that is accurate. I mean, we haven't done the math or anything, but... I've looked online. Oh, you did? I've done the research. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, planet Earth. (laughs) You can give me money from your pocket if you would like to. Oh, my goodness. You need to stop quoting that. I don't even know where you got that. Um, I don't remember. Mm. So, anyway... Zuh. Went to the gym today. It was awesome. It's been really weird. Um, I saw a meme about like we're in that weird time of like between Christmas and New Year's. Nobody knows what day it is or what to do. That's kind of how I feel right now. Is tomorrow Wednesday? I don't know. I'll never tell. We're in this vortex. It is. And I have a half day tomorrow. So it's really weird. Like I worked a full day and then I had a day off and now I'm going to have a half day and it's kind of like never ending a vacation and eventually I'm going to have to go back to work full time and I'm not going to know what to do with myself. Aw, <laughs> I hear you, sister. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say to your wife, I know. It surely is. Let me let me pat your shoulder mentally, because we're about 10 feet away from each other right now. Yep. More like five feet, but who's <laughs> counting, right? <laughs> we're having the hardest time trying to just make our audio be thebomb.com. So we're trying new things every week, and every week it's a different oh, yeah. adventure, and... <laughs> We'll this is a podcast on a budget for sure. It most certainly is. <laughs> We've got these wire foam setups that Amy herself put together, and we have uh, <laughs> used towels laying on top of them to dampen the sound. <laughs> I can't believe you just told everyone that. Oh, everybody knows. I'll put up a drawing of it on Facebook. I'm super embarrassed. <laughs> uh, they're dry. That's how you know we're serious. You know those sponsors that pop up every uh, every episode now? Uh, That's to afford better equipment. <laughs> Speaking of which, we'll get on with the show. <laughs> After a word from our sponsors. So this week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 17, When Wedding Bells Thaw. This episode was directed by Larry Leachlider and Patrick McHale. McHale? Oh my. Oh, oh my. Oh my. It was written and storyboarded by Kent Osborne and Nikki Yang. It aired on June 28th, 2010, and it uh, rated a 7.2 on IMBD. Oh, that's so low. I know, right? 
They had 1.92 million viewers that fine day. Oh, cool. You can see the last couple episodes, it's gone up a little bit as far as viewership. The show really started taking off, I guess. It's really interesting. I love data points and collecting data. I know that's really weird, whatever. Um, you're weird. Um, and <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> and I just I, I find it fascinating watching the, like, looking at the numbers and stuff and seeing what that looks like. So I think yeah. it's pretty pretty clever. I, I thought this episode was higher than a 7.2, but then again, we're kind to the things we watch. We, so we, we just want, okay, I shouldn't get onto rambling quite yet, but I'm going to. Go for it, Matt. Uh, over this last week, we rented Venom, and despite how much stuff we've heard about that movie, I thought it was fun. I thought, I thought it was, it was fun, too. Fun movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, it was clever, and I was pleasantly surprised with how much I liked it. Yeah, same here. It was a good time. It was a good time. Anyway, I relate that to this episode because it's probably the lowest rated episode we've seen so far. Uh, mm, yeah, I think so. At least on IMDb. And it was good enough for me. Yeah, it's keepa. So the title card shows the Ice King licking the frosting off the model bride on a wedding cake. That's Delicious. disturbing. Oh, we should have had a picture of me doing that on our wedding cake. Except, no, thank oh, you. our wedding cake had a uh, Princess Peach. Yeah. We had Princess Peach and Mario on our wedding cake, and they were in um, Perler Bees, so they were nice and like that 8-bit kind of look. It was really clever. The episode opens with Jake playing his viola in the treehouse living room, and Finn sitting with his feet up on the coffee table, his butt sinking down, and his back resting on the seat of the couch, and his his like mouth is wide open, kind of like this googly face sort of thing. And Jake's like, dude, you look bored. And Finn tells him that that's just the face he makes when he's listening to music. Jake says, well, good, because I'm about to kick it up a notch. When Jake starts playing again, Finn's mouth starts to slowly droop open again. But they're interrupted by a knock on the door. As they go to answer it, we get a look at all the booty they've collected over on their uh, adventures. There's a lot. And I think there are some skeletons in yeah, it, Yeah, there's too? a skull with a crown. That's so weird. I wonder if that skull is um, the Thief King from the City of Thieves episode. Hmm, probably. I Maybe. don't know. I don't know. Somebody out there knows. So when Finn looks through the window, he sees it's the Ice King. Naturally, Finn and Jake think that they're under attack. So Finn opens the door and kicks him in the face. A battle between Finn and the Ice King ensues as Ice King tells Finn he'll never win. Finn says, I will, though, with a sweet kick. Psych! And then he punches him, like uppercuts punch him, punches him in the face. And the Ice King starts tackling Finn to the ground and says, I will kill you. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait. And then he instantly switches gears and he's like, oh, we're not we're not really fighting. I actually came here to tell you that I'm going to get married. Good news. And it's someone who wants to marry me. My betrothed is right over there. And he points to the bride to be. So over the hill, we see Ice King's bride to be sitting in a cart with some penguins. So how would you describe how she looks? (laughs) (laughs) Zombie-esque? No, no. I, I actually was thinking about this. Picture how your fingers look when they're pruned yes. after being in Thank a swimming you. pool. That is how her face and body look, but it's like like a body bag. Yeah. Shaped body. Like a sack of oh no. Like a, okay. Okay, okay. Ring it back. Did you ever have to do like from home ec those like flower babies where you like had to carry a sack of flour around to like pretend that you're a child or um, like a parent? No, I did that with a fish in high school and it died within five minutes. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm not sure what you did with that. Um, Five minutes, Matt? Really? His name was Finfish and I loved him. You must have loved him too much. Loved him too hard. (laughs) So anyway, 
like flower sack kind of looking and then like pruned like like your fingers when you've been in the water too much. Yeah, she looks very waterlogged. So <laughs> anyway, the bride says, hey, cool guy. And the Ice King explains that he didn't even have to kidnap her. She fell in love the moment he slipped on the engagement ring. As he says this, his fingers are wiggling and making slimy sounds. And Finn's like, ugh. Yeah, it was really like mm, something else. So anyway, the bride takes off in the cart and the Ice King says the female penguins are throwing her a bachelorette party. Jake and Finn are skeptical about this whole thing and ask the Ice King that since he's going to get married, will he still be trying to kidnap princesses? The Ice King says, oh, well, no more capturing pretty princesses for this Ice King. That's good enough news for F and J. So they start walking back into the treehouse and they're like, peace out, bro. And Jake says, good luck with thee and thy creepy wedding. Finn adds, we totally support your decision to stop capturing princesses. They really hit hard home that he gets to no longer capture princesses. Yeah, they're like, cool, good. We're done with you. Yeah. So they close the door and Ice King immediately starts knocking again. He says, sure wish somebody would throw me a bachelorette party. Oh, I mean a manlorette party. (laughs) (laughs) No adventure time. Yep. So Finn's like, but we hate you. And Ice King exclaims, if you won't throw me a mandalorite party, then I'll never have my last hoorah before buckling down with that battle axe. I love that he called her a battle axe. Right? It'll drive me back to a life of stealing hot princesses. Is that what you want? Jake says, no, 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 no. And Finn says, well, we have to show him a good time and treat him right. Otherwise, he'll go back to imprisoning the ladies. The ladies. I I can't have that, he says. And his lip gets all like quivery like he's gonna break down and cry he like, gets his fin anime eyes yeah and and so jake's like i know i know <laughs> sometimes jake's an awesome older brother he totally is and and so they agree that they're gonna party with the ice king um and like throw him this manlorette party of, of epic proportions so then we get this montage of festivities starting with a dance party with bears and it really looks like like, first off, that they're having a good time, and then, like, a lady bear winks at him, and he winks back. This is the Ice King. He winks back, and then this, like, scruffy, like, bigger bears, like, yo, like, he doesn't say it, but this is all, like, during, like, music playing, and He's you're watching it. He's missing patches of fur, too, I noticed. What was that? He's missing patches of fur. No, that's funny. <clears throat> the boyfriend, which we assume is a boy- boyfriend, becomes furious. These all are, like, really look like Care Bears, I noticed. Yes, and this one looks like a Care Bear with rabies. Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, it was pretty uh, intense. Anyway, so he's, like, frothing in the mouth, and then he becomes furious, and the Ice King gets set off, and then he starts freezing everyone. So Finn and Jake slap him in the face to start, and then they leave. So then the next event they go to is they take him out for drinks with some tree bark people in the forest. He tries to sip, but instantly spits it out. Unfortunately, it gets all over a jacked tree guy who punches him in the face. Again, Ice King gets set off and he creates an ice storm that blows the guy away. And again, Finn and Jake slap him. The next thing is supposed to be a relaxing time floating down a river on giant leaves. But Finn and Jake, you know, they're on one leaf together and the Ice King's on his own. You can tell from Jake's expression that they're just waiting for this to go wrong, too. And of course, the Ice King gets naked. (laughs) Makes it weird. It starts splashing at them. Then he cannonballs right next to them and gets them all soaked. It's crazy. And he, like Jake's like shaking his fist at him, and yep. it's it's so funny. Yeah, and like, they've you can tell like they're really hanging in there because they mm-hmm. they really just want to get this guy to stop kidnapping ladies. Okay, but I also have to say it was so cute looking at Jake and Finn floating down the river. Like Jake's like a bigger like pillow, and then Finn's just nuzzled on top of him, and it's adorable. Yeah, it is. Why are they so cute, Maddie? They're great. They're adorable. I love Finn and Jake. (laughs) So anyway, Ice King 
tells them that it was the best Mandlerette party ever and it gets all like giddy he conjures up a little laughing snowball and they giggle to each other the about weirdest part of the episode no it's second weirdest part the weirdest <laughs> part is yet to come but this was really weird it was like this moment between him and the snowball and we weren't really sure what was happening and it was kind of like do, do we stay and watch and i was almost like waiting for him to throw it at finn and jake like maliciously because that's you know his jam so anyway he throws the the little thing, the poor snowball to the ground and it starts melting. And Finn and Jake are like, all right, so uh, we've uh, done our duty. You have your Mandalorian party and uh, we're going to get out. Ice King is super excited about getting married and that's just totally enough for them. So then they start walking home, telling him good luck and no more stealing princesses. And then reality hits for the Ice King. And he's like, oh, wait. I didn't realize I had to stop and, like, give up stealing the ladies. Jake argues that he already said he's fine with it. Ice King's like, well, I know I said that, but, you know, sometimes you say things and you don't really mean them. (laughs) And Jake is just, like, flabbergasted with the logic. And Ice King starts questioning if maybe she's just after his demonic witching eye and ghost pouch. And he, he, like, pulls open his his beard and you see the demonic eye around his neck and the ghost pouch and the ghost is all floating out of the pouch. Like, woo. And he's laughing maniacally. Yes, it's so funny. And Finn tells him that they just spent all the time partying so that he'd feel better about getting hitched. And Ice King says, maybe I should just go back to capturing lots of girls. It's just what I feel comfortable doing, you know? (laughs) Being free, wind at my back, lots of girls, kidnapping them. (laughs) This is so funny. It It totally cracked me up. So Finn says, all right, here comes my double kick. But Jake holds him back and reminds him that they need to get this guy married. I mean, for the ladies, that is. He says, watch, let Big Brother handle this. And he tells Ice King that marriage is the best thing that could ever happen to a jerk like you. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Ice King's like, really? Why? And this thumps Jake and he starts sweating all over and he's walking back to Finn all defeated. He says, poots, that guy is good. Why? Why? And he's like racking his brain. (laughs) Three episodes in a row with the word poots. Right? I I noticed that too, and I thought it was really funny. Oh, see how long this goes on. I want to hear poots in the next episode. I'm gonna have real. I'm gonna be disappointed if it doesn't <laughs> show up. So Ice King says that he's eighty percent sure he doesn't want to go through with the wedding, but Finn ain't giving up. He points to two old swans smooching it upon to convince him that growing old together is nice. Okay, Matt. This is this the weirdest is the, part. This is the weirdest part. <laughs> this is horrifying. This is number one. They're, it looks all nice, two old swans, but then the male swan swallows a okay, female whole. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, sorry. I apologize. To interrupt. But can you describe what the swans look like? Would we know they were swans unless you, like, he pointed out that they were swans? They're very wrinkly. Very wrinkly. Do they have any feathers? No. No, no feathers. <laughs> There's no lots feathers of animals that have showed up in the show that they have misquoted as animals that they are clearly not. Yes, yes. I mean, we, we know that they're swans because they say they're swans and they're, like, fro- floating in, like, a pond kind of situation. But otherwise... We wouldn't have known yeah, that. Yeah, like the mermaid. The mer- <laughs> mermaid from a few episodes back. Insert air quotes here. Mermaid. Well, that's just, that's some of the stuff about the show that I love. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So sorry. Anyway, these, these two mermaids, mermaids, these two swans smooching and the male swan just swallows a female <laughs> hole. And it's playing this music like, like <laughs> so her head peeps out of his mouth and starts laughing at it's Finn and It's so funny. And they're like, oh, but of course. The Ice King thinks it's great. He says he gets it now. Marriage will allow him to capture a princess forever and have her live inside of him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the idea has him weeping with joy. And this kind of mixed bag for Finn and Jake, but they decide to cross the, quote, eating the wife bridge, end quote, until they get there. And the Ice King prances off, declaring the wedding is back on 100%. And Finn says, I'm ready for the wedding. I love it. Uh, Worst pun ever. Yep. So Finn and Jake walk into the Ice King's tower for the wedding. And Finn says that even though the Ice King is a wad, he's pretty happy for him. They really don't like him. No. <laughs> I do like, though, that they dressed up for the occasion by putting bow ties on. Yeah, they're they're in it. They're in it. Jake's like, uh-huh, this wedding looks lame, man. Be prepared to be bored out of your mind. The Ice King greets them and tells them to come up the stairs. I'm almost done tying up my bride. <laughs> Finn's like, weird, she's into that? <laughs> <laughs> Yay for innuendo. Yep. So this is a really unique tradition that the Ice King tells the, the boys about. And he says that, you know, the soon-to-be queen will be hosted up, then lowered down. And when she touches his beard from above, she'll be his queen. Finn says he's glad that they can be happy being crazy together. So I'm really curious why this tradition is a tradition. I think it's a magical spell that this is just how it's done. Or do you think it's because he can fly and so this is like her? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure it makes much sense, but it works for the climactic <sighs> climax. <laughs> Um, also, did you wish that I was hoisted up above you when we got married so I could touch your bird? Yeah, I was a little confused why that didn't happen. <laughs> so, second wedding. Mm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ice King style. Ice King style. Love you carted to the wedding with some penguins. Um, will you be uh, going on a, a Care Bear dance-a-thon also with your bros? Yes, and I'll get- That don't like you? Yes. <laughs> hey, just like my first bachelor party. Oh, shut Aww. up. They love you. Stop that. <laughs> Joking. You had it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Tangent. So one of the penguins raises the bride's veil, and Finn catches a glimpse in her huge eyes. She's got, like, big, round old, like, eyes. And he tells Jake he's going in for a closer look. Meanwhile, Jake is scratching at his head with his foot. And Finn's like, stop it. It's gross. And he's like, you can't blame me. It's my foot. So Finn tells the princess that she has ridiculously large eyes and asks if she's allergic to something because she's tearing up. And she says, no, Finn, I was just born like this. I'm not crying. My tear sack is broken. Tear I've sack. said that line before. Tear sack. Just want to throw <laughs> to that one out there. not be caught crying during a movie. <laughs> Inside one of the eyes, Finn sees a smaller version of the princess. Apparently, she's a princess. We didn't find this out until the wedding. Yeah, and, and also, we don't know the name of her. Like, they don't tell us what princess she is or who she is. No, we don't know who she is. I'm not sure if she comes back later. She might. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he sees the real princess inside this one's eye, and it's being held prisoner in the like the the iris of her eyes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's yelling out for help. She says that the Ice King cursed her and that she needs to be set free. She says, "I would rather die than marry the Ice King." Finn feels betrayed by the Ice King, shocker, and says, "I was happy for that son of a toot." <laughs> Jake points out her ring, which is made of ice, and it's actually really pretty. Then they realize that's what cursed her. As Finn tries to peel it off her finger, Ice King zaps him away, and Finn's like, No, man, you cursed her. She hates you. And Jake realizes that since the Ice King knew she was cursed all along, he must have known that she wasn't after his demonic eye and, like, ghost bag thing. Ice King's like, Yeah, that's right. And Jake <laughs> says, So why did you make us go through all that junk about why marriage is worth stuff? Ice King just brushes it off saying like, oh, you know, I'm complicated and spontaneous. That's probably why she wants to marry me. 
And Jake's like, she wants to marry you because you brainwashed her. Ice King freezes Finn and Jake's feet so they can't stop the wedding. And he orders the penguins to hoist up the bride for the lowering ceremony. As she starts lowering down, Finn pulls off his bow tie and breaks the ice off his feet. It's like really, it must be a really sharp pair, like bow tie. Like that's pretty intense. Yeah. He leaps up and tackles the Ice King out of the ceremony room and furiously tugs on the Ice King's nose and is like, what's wrong with you? Ice King pushes him off and says, strangling the groom's nose at a wedding? What's wrong with you? He kicks Finn into the rope and knocks the princess loose. And Jake stretches up and catches her midair. He does that a lot before she hits the ground. And she's like, thanks, man. He's like, oh, no problem. So Ice King throws a penguin at Finn to distract him and freezes it midair. The weight makes Finn sink into the snow. Then Jake is frozen while he's still stretched up. And luckily, he pulls the ring off the princess's finger before he plummets down, breaking the spell. Oh, got that all out in one breath. Thanks, Gene. <laughs> You're welcome. Finn yells, Jake! And Jake safely just slides down the slope, landing right next to Finn. He's like, oh, oh, hi. (laughs) Well, the bride's not hypnotized, but we're still frozen. Ice King has the princess lowered down by the penguins, and she's trying to wriggle herself free. And he's like, yes, touch my beard, dearie. Yes, that's right. Almost there. (laughs) And he closes his eyes, and then he feels his beard touch something. But it turns out to be Jake's finger wearing the wedding, <laughs> the wedding ring. Finn says, it's official. You done married a dog, dude. Hey, wait. I wonder, because he had the ring on, if he was brainwashed? No. So I was reading in trivia that Jake is not brainwashed, and it might be because of his gender. Oh. The, the spell might only work on the ladies. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because it's Ice King. Yeah. So they laugh at him, and Jake's like, wait a minute, why am I laughing? <laughs> so it cuts to the treehouse. Finn's kicking back on the couch and says, everything's back to normal. Jake's like, well, I wouldn't say everything. Ice King pounds at the door. He's like, come on, guys, help me celebrate my unmarriage. And they laugh at him. And he that's is the searching end of the episode. for friends, and he doesn't know how to do it, and it really sucks. And I feel bad for him, but he's really like bonkers. And they do, I feel like they did try to give him a chance with like the, the bachelor party. Oh, sorry, uh. Manchorette is the word you're looking for. And uh, I feel like they tried to put the effort in. He's just too awful. Yeah, he is. He is challenging. Yep. He just, I wonder if he just gets lonely. I mean, he lives by himself. He doesn't have a companion, you know, and for some reason he's stuck on stealing the princesses. He doesn't know how to interact with other people. Yeah, that's what I'm digging. So, Matt, what did you like most about this episode? What did I like most about this episode? So, my favorite and least favorite thing about this episode is the Ice King. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. I think it's really funny that some of the antics they get into because he doesn't know how to behave. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, he gets on my nerves in yeah. this episode. He's very annoying, very off-putting personality. And this is like the first time that they're getting the full-on Ice King. Yeah. He has really low distrust tolerance. Anything happens and he's like, whips out his magic and he's like, screw you guys. Yeah. So it's an Ice King centric episode again, mm-hmm. and I I don't like it as much as the What Is Life episode, but I I still I still like it a lot. Okay. So what okay. are your thoughts? Um. So this episode, there were some parts where I was like, oh my gosh, and then other parts I'm like, what? The Ice King. I I really look forward to learning more about his backstory. Like I know this is coming. I know it's going to be good. I look forward to that because right now I'm on like the same page with you he's kind of bothersome and i don't quite enjoy his character you know unless he it's like the one-offs like the episode where they're he just like pops out and he's like ah and they're just like ah and yeah i'm not making sense anyway so this episode was a great it's not my favorite was it not 
it was entertaining for the purpose of being entertaining. And it was just another travel down the Ice King Road. Same story, just a different mode. Does that make sense? Well, I think later seasons help me appreciate earlier Ice King episodes like this one. Once. Mm-hmm. When you realize why he is the way that he is. Yeah. And that's and that's where I'm like, I'm looking forward to those so I can better understand him and have an appreciation for the Ice King for what it's worth. Yes. Rather than just being like, dude, this guy's annoying. Yeah. I, right he, now, he's kind of a one note joke. Yeah. It's a joke that I enjoy. Yeah. But yeah, he just, you know, yet another character that changes a lot over the series. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see that because I know that it there's multiple layers to the Ice King. And like we already know some layers from like the trivia that we've read about like the eating disorder piece and all that stuff. But I am interested to learn more about him. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're totally going to be getting there. Yep. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. <laughs> what did you not like about this episode? Hmm. What did I not like about this episode? I don't know that there's anything that I didn't like. I think that it's a, again, I think it's a middle of the road episode that just furthers his storyline. Um, I don't think that there's anything I specifically didn't like. How about you? No, there wasn't anything I specifically didn't like either. The parts that are annoying are annoying on purpose, which right. is, you know, some of the Ice King stuff. Yeah. And that's a type of humor I, I appreciate. Yeah. But uh, the thing about some of these earlier episodes is I feel like we're kind of retreading the same ground with a few episodes, mm-hmm. but it's because yeah. it's still finding its footing. And l- later episodes, there's going to be a lot more stuff to unpack. Yeah. And I am looking forward to being able to have more of a story mode than uh, than what we're seeing now. Yeah. Though I am still having a blast with it. Good. Me too. And so it seems to me like this episode was going, if you want to get into a message, it was getting into the weight and importance of marriage and mm-hmm. why it's important to know if you're at a maturity, a maturity level high enough to take on that responsibility. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that, you know, when you see the sitcom shows and they say that like the friends are taking them out for like the bachelor party and blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, oh, you're going to be like tied down forever and blah, 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 blah. It's just like, okay, it's that, that same song and dance that we're used to from following that formula. Yeah. But with a crazy Ice King spin yeah. on it. Yeah, totally. All I could think of is Crazy Rich Asians. I watched that movie recently and they have like this major bachelor party and it's bonkers. And so I, I was just, I thought it was funny. You mean anyway. Manlorette party? Manlorette party. Sorry. Um, Anything you didn't like? Nope. I like it a lot. Good. That is good. What was your favorite line? So I spaced and wrote favorite ladies instead of favorite line <laughs> because... <laughs> The word ladies is stuck in my head because of this episode. Um, Matt, are you secretly the Ice King? <laughs> Am I brainwashed? <laughs> no. <laughs> I gotta work on my Ice King voice. So my favorite line is, my tear sack is broken. <laughs> What's your favorite line? My favorite line is, oh, I don't know. I'm complicated and spontaneous. <laughs> well, this is something annoying people say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, though. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah. All right. What's your impression? Good luck with thee and thy creepy wedding, Jake. <laughs> Is that Jake? Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to do it. Uh, good luck with uh, No. What's yours? <laughs> um, mine is son of a toot. That's my fin. That's all I can do. Nice. Yeah, son of a toot. That's a good one because they say toot and it's funny. I like farts. <laughs> <laughs> snail watch. Where was the snail, Maddie? So the snail was by the back of the tree fort when Ice King is wondering if he's at the right address. Oh, snail watch. This is snail watch. 19. We did that at the same time. Sorry. Let's do that again. Snail watch. 2019. Snail watch. (laughs) Just had to switch it up. (laughs) 
yeah, by the way, Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. We're recording this on New Year's Day. <laughs> we should have added that to the beginning. No going back now. Not no. editing that in. No, sir. <laughs> Happy New Year. Okay, Matt. It's time for Amy Guesses, the plot of another episode. So your prediction for this week's episode? Yeah. Based on the name, When Wedding Bells Thaw? I was practically right. I just want to throw that out there. You were so close. The Ice King creates a princess out of ice. Practically. Then he uses magic to bring it to life. Mm -hmm. But like his frozen animals, she remains ice. So she's alive, but ice. (laughs) (laughs) The word ice is said a few times. They have a big ice ceremony that... Oh, it doesn't actually say that. (laughs) <laughs> they have a big ceremony and everyone comes to see them get married. But she starts thawing in the sun and melts into a puddle. Ice King collects her up into a fishbowl and keeps her with him as his wife. Aww. Meanwhile, Finn and Jake are trying to recreate the Ice King's lightning bolts so they can save Ooh from a giant. I feel like I was really close. Yeah, like totally. I, like it was an Ice King episode and that had to do with princesses. So I mean, Jake became a giant at one point. Yeah, yeah. So I would say I was like 50% right. There's water in it. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good guess. (laughs) Thank you you for pandering to- I appreciate that you added the part of the giant at the end. Yeah. Because you're you're grasping the show's spontaneous nature like that. Well, see, that's what I was trying to do. Like, I knew that there would be something that was a little bunkers. And so I was like, well, I I could never have imagined that a- Daddy Swan would would eat a mommy swan. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> and now we've seen that. We have. We can't unsee that either. So do you want to guess next week's episode based on the name? You know I do. Dungeon. Dungeon. Okay. So <clears throat> this coming episode has to do with Finn and Jake. Shocker. And Bubblegum Princess is redecorating her dungeon. And so she asks Finn and Jake for their opinion. And so they realize that there's like a secret hidden compartment that she didn't know about or like she forgot about. And so they go inside to the hidden compartment and they realize that there's a whole nother world in there. But the world is of like miniature versions of them. And they're like living out a whole world in this tiny dungeon that actually is a world. And it's them finding them... And that's all I have to say about that. I like it. (laughs) That sounds bonkers. You don't even have to watch the next one. You already got it. Yeah, I know, right? I love these. I I love where your imagination goes with this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's, uh, I feel like I, uh, I, I, I do a pretty good job. Well, did you find any trivia on this episode? I didn't. Did you? I did. Oh, tell me, tell me. So the lady penguins at the wedding have flowers on their heads, so you know that they are the bridesmaids. Oh, that's cool. How also, many were there? I couldn't remember. Oh, I have no idea. And the bears that Finn, Jake, and Ice King party with are the bears in the episode Belly of the Beast. Oh. I love that one, by the way. Oh, I look forward to, to learning about beasts and bellies. And bears. Bears, beasts, and Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Bears, beasts, Battlestar Galactica. And one more thing. Mm -hmm. The Ice King mentions his and Jake's marriage in a later episode. Ooh. So are they really really married then? Yes. Oh, my gosh. They are technically married, yes. So wait. Okay, but doesn't Jake marry Lady Rainicorn? I believe he does. (gasps) That's a sham wedding then. It is a sham wedding. I don't know. I don't know about the marriage laws and ooh. That's true. Maybe they're a little more liberal than we are here in the states. Perhaps they are. Yeah. Hmm. So, are you ready for some listener feedback? Listener feedback. Listener feedback. 
By the way, I have to mention, we have gotten so much positive feedback from people and we are just completely floored by how generous people have been. Totally. It's been and amazing. We're just over the moon and we just want to thank our listeners. We appreciate it. We just started this because it was a way for Matt and I to do something together where we were just having fun and to hear like we're like people are enjoying what we're putting out and having a, you know, listening to it and it's bringing a little bit of joy to your day. That just, it just means a lot to us that you guys are digging it as much as we are. Absolutely. So thanks again. So should we get ahead on it? Let's do it. Okay. So our first listener feedback is a five-star review from iTunes saying, it's actually mathematically amazing by The Final Fight 123. They say, thank you for making a podcast about Adventure Time. Love the great work you guys are doing. Keep up all of the humor and great work. P.S. My wife loves the show. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be in love with the show as much as I am now. I call her my flame princess. Oh, that's so cute. That's awesome. I love it. Love it. Matt bought me a flame princess little guy and I love it so much and it's so adorable. Thank you, The Final Fight 123. We appreciate your review. Yeah, you're the best. You are pretty rad. So we got an email from Michelle M. And the subject line is, spoilers, Amy, don't look. Yeah, it was super cute. I was like, how could I not look? But I didn't look. Just so you know, I made Matt read it to me. It says, Matt and Amy, I stumbled upon your podcast on Spotify, and I'm so glad I did. Your podcast fills the Adventure Time-shaped hole in my heart. I know that you're going to talk about one of my favorite episodes next time, so I thought I would show you a drawing I did on the French Girls app inspired by this episode. Amy, don't look until you watch the episode. In case the link below doesn't work, I also tried to attach the picture after the link. Hope you're both having a mathematical day, Michelle. And she sent some awesome artwork inspired by When Wedding Bells Thaw. And I'm going to be putting it on our Facebook page and Twitter page. Guys, if you got to see it, it's awesome. It Seriously, is so check it out. cool. Michelle, you are talented and you got to keep that work up. Dude, it was rad. And for anyone else who's interested in putting out their Adventure Time original art, you know where to send it. And we've got one more thing. So we got a voicemail, our first voicemail. Yeah. From listener Kenny. There we go. Hey, Matt and Amy. Been a fan of the show since it first came out in the first season and been super psyched to finish watching the last season. Haven't seen the infamous last episode just yet. Um, been going through and rewatching it again. I found your podcast, which I listened to on the way to and from my commute to work. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, you guys are have a great chemistry together and a great love for the show um although i gotta say i almost turned it off when i heard that you don't like bemo um once i got past that though i can say that i really enjoy it and i hope you keep doing what you're doing if you're ever in the st pete tampa area of florida i'd love to join you for an episode take it easy Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And Kenny, we weren't in St. Pete. We were in Orlando, and we like totally want to do a show with you sometime. So we'll have to hook that up eventually. Yeah, definitely. We try to make a Florida trip at least once a year, if not every two years. Yeah. So like, because my, I have my two really good friends that live there. So we really, we are down in that area frequently. So we'll have to, we'll have to make this happen. Totally. And yes, we're, we're going to have to talk about this BMO thing eventually. This this has to be addressed. <laughs> We, we will. We'll get we to will. it. Matt, we'll get to it. When we eventually get to the first BMO episode, which it still just blows my mind that uh, we've, we're this far into the first season and haven't met BMO yet. Yeah. We, we know BMO's there, but hasn't been officially introduced to us. Yeah. So thank you, Kenny, again for your review. We love it. We appreciate you. We're glad you love the show. Um, and we will we'll definitely have to have you as a guest. Yeah. And if anybody else wants to leave a voicemail for us, you can do it on the anchor.fm app under our podcast. Cool. All right, Maddie, anything you want to plug? I got nothing to plug this week. How about you? 
Me neither. It's the holidays. It's the holidays, and we're we're getting into a busy month. Yep. It's going to be cool, though. It's, it's going to be, be good. good. It's going to be good. So if you want to email us ever, you can email us at omaglobpodcast at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash omaglobpodcast, which has been quite active lately. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You do a good job of that, Maddie. Thank you. Our website is omaglobpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can rate and review us on iTunes, which is a huge help. That's what's getting so many more listeners lately, I think. Probably. <laughs> or Spotify. Uh, Most they're, likely. They're both helping out just enormously. Yeah, we just really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And check us out on Twitter at Oh My God Podcast. Yeah, anything else for you? Nope. All right, well, we're looking forward to talking to you guys next week about Season 1, Episode 18, Dungeon. Ooh. Ooh. All right, this is Amy. This is Matt. <laughs> James Baxter. James Baxter. <laughs> and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.